It's Tuesday, April 14, 2020. I'm getting the kids, telling them to get under the bed. I'm yelling for my wife. She's screaming, the roof coming off, and then the whole roof flew up. Deadly tornadoes hammer the South, complicating coronavirus emergency response. This would have been on a store shelf 24 hours from now, um, but it's not. Farmers forced to dump fresh milk destroy food crops as coronavirus upends U.S. food system. Plus, a historic deal, but already big analysts are coming out and saying, look, it's simply insufficient. Deal reached to cut global oil production. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Nobody is winning at $25 oil. Well, not nobody, CNBC. I think consumers may be pretty happy about it. But then again, consumers aren't really your interest over there at CNBC, are they? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, on top of a coronavirus pandemic, now we've got to start worrying about storm season. Indeed we do, and it's already started. At least 32 people have been killed in the south after tornadoes and severe thunderstorms swept across 12 states from Texas to West Virginia early Monday morning. The governors of Alabama, Louisiana, and Mississippi have declared states of emergency over the damage, and that's on top of already declared states of emergency for the coronavirus pandemic. That has strained emergency response capabilities and complicated efforts to prevent the spread of the virus among storm victims forced into community shelters. This is something you've been warning about for quite some time, the idea of several different disasters all happening at once in certain places. Yep, and now we're getting to see how well we respond to multiple disasters simultaneously or not. Or not. The global oil price war between Saudi Arabia and Russia has ended, for now, with an historic agreement to cut their production starting in May. Oil prices have crashed over the last few months due to the price war, a pre-existing supply glut, and a lack of demand for oil caused by coronavirus shutdowns around the world. The deal means that the OPEC oil cartel and several major oil-producing countries will cut production by nearly 10 million barrels of crude oil per day. That's about one-tenth of world supply, but oil demand itself has dropped 35 percent. That's why industry analysts warn that this largest oil output cut in history is probably not going to be enough to prop up prices because of that global slump in demand. They warn it likely won't be enough to prevent dozens of U.S. oil producers from going bankrupt. And it won't prevent the gas prices from continuing to fall. Right. The coronavirus pandemic has also disrupted the nation's food supply chain. While families are lining up at food banks around the country, the New York Times reports that farmers are being forced to waste staggering quantities of fresh food, dumping perishables like milk, eggs, and vegetables in the trash, and destroying crops due to a crash in demand from large institutional customers like restaurants, hotels, and schools that are closed due to shutdowns. Food banks can safely receive, store, and refrigerate only some of that surplus. Paul Allen of Florida's Hatton Farms told CNN that farmers are struggling to adapt to the abrupt shift in demand. It's, it's just too massive to handle. You have to understand this is a perishable crop. You know, you're to harvest it on one given day and you got about a two-day window to get it harvested. If you don't, then it's, it's bad. It's not frozen, not canned. So it's planted every day and it's harvested every day and it's meant to be consumed every day. 
The Milwaukee Journal Sentinel reports that some Wisconsin dairy farmer groups say the USDA has not yet responded to their request for the federal government to buy and distribute their surplus food. Farmers are also reporting critical shortages of farm workers due to the virus. COVID-19 is also affecting the meat processing industry. The world's biggest pork producer, Smithfield Foods, announced on Sunday it is closing some U.S. plants indefinitely due to the spread of coronavirus among employees. Meanwhile, in Ukraine, firefighters are struggling to control large wildfires that are burning through radioactive forests in the abandoned territory around the destroyed Chernobyl nuclear plant. Uh Greenpeace Russia reports that satellite photos indicate the fires have come within two miles of where some dangerous waste from the Chernobyl nuclear disaster is stored. While the smoke does carry some radiation, officials say levels are very low. Ukrainian officials? Yes. Mm, Be careful about trusting them. Finally, some good news. The closure of polluting coal plants has resulted in clear gains for public health. A new study has found that in Lexington, Kentucky, toxic air pollutants dropped 55 percent after one coal plant closed. Air quality improved so quickly that hospitals in Lexington, Kentucky, saw 400 fewer admissions for asthma in the first year after the closures. It's another example of how quickly public health will improve with transitioning away from fossil fuels. They closed the coal plant and they had 400 fewer admissions for asthma in one year? Yes. Dramatic. Yeah, I'll say. For much more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Blue skies smiling at me Nothing but blue skies I see blue birds.